The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today, with such tension and division across the country, Stephen Baldwin's reality series gets people talking about what they believe and perceive and how they define living in America. The idea for Great American Pilgrimage, I call it journaltainment. It's a little journalism with the interviews wrapped around with some entertainment to make it fun for everybody because so much of the news, every, everything you see now is doom and gloom and this and what's Kim Jong-un gonna do next <laughs> and you know. where you could have all the outtakes and stuff you didn't see with Stephen Baldwin would have a, have a real show. Uh, I'm James Robinson, my wife Betty. We welcome you to life today. And uh, Stephen Baldwin has already livened up the day. And uh, he is uh, uh, interesting. And he has brothers who act and uh, do other things. And uh, he has a new project. By the way, I really like this guy. I like him a lot. I like him every time I see him, wherever I see him. And uh, we're glad to have him here. I have no idea really what he's gonna do. I'm almost afraid to turn it over that way, but I'm going to. But he's got a project, and I'm just looking at it because it's called The Gap. But it's the Great American Pilgrimage. And I really wanna know what he's talking about because this is kind of an ongoing, one of those reality TV things. <laughs> you gotta tell you where you find it so you don't wanna find it because it's, here it comes. I hope it outdoes Duck Dynasty and has uh, the effect they have and beyond. I just hope it's just fantastic. It's uh, what are the the uh, builder fixer uppers. I hope it beats the fixer uppers, <laughs> and maybe he can help get the great American pilgrimage back on focus. Would you welcome Stephen Baldwin to life today? <laughs> hey, buddy. How you doing? Wonderful. <laughs> okay, let's hear about the gap. Well, great American pilgrimage. Uh, is this idea that I got uh, because everybody as believers is different. Everybody's got a different sensitivity to different things in the spirit. You're talking about true believers, like Christians. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And, you know, in the wake of this last presidential election, mm -hmm. I was raised in a house by a dad who said, you know, do unto others. He wasn't some crazy evangelical guy. He was a foundational, simple, serious guy. And he said, you know, salute the flag and, 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 and you know, be a decent patriot and respect your country because it's a blessing in this, you know, but nothing great Santini crazy, just simple. So in the wake of this presidential election, I'm, I'm going, this isn't that thing that my dad <laughs> told me about. This, you know, this doesn't feel like that thing. Sure, we've had decades of different controversies and this and that. And I'm, I'm, I just, it was an itch I had to scratch, which was how do I go out and talk to people who I, maybe I don't agree with or don't understand and start a conversation where I respect them as I would hope they would respect me 
and maybe not judge me before they've had a chance to get to know me. That's the motivation. Uh, so it was this... Were well, you seeing what you called a chaotic spirit of just attack and just ridicule and just nothing good? Everybody at one another, just tension? Is that what was getting your attention? Well... Because there was plenty of that. Getting back to the beginning of my story, which... I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 but I want to... But it's a good point, which is, you know, I'm one of these followers that does the best he can to say to the Lord, you know, use me. I want to be used in in unique and and different ways. Mm -hmm. And it's like I said in this idea of communication, the language of listening and things like that. Respect. It's so lost. It is. Things are going so fast and it's so chaotic and, you know, everybody's got three phones and hurry, hurry, hurry. And it just, I, as a believer, I had a burden in my heart after the election that just made me say, this ain't right. So what can I do in my own Stephen Baldwin way (laughs) crazy like a fox I said I'm going to get in an RV with my three dogs go across the country and ask everybody what's America mean to you but instead of being the host that says no you're wrong and here's Mm -hmm. where you I'm going to just listen (laughs) I'm going to let my audience hear what those folks have to say but would you ever say anything to them I mean do you you have an opinion you Stephen (laughs) The Lord works in mysterious ways, Mr. <laughs> Ruffs. It's taken me 15 years of my walking with Jesus to get to host a show where I finally shut up. <laughs> but I appreciate you having me on to talk about it because it's, to me, the show does point to Jesus. Because I'm trying to create a message and a conversation that symbolizes many of these elements in our human spirit that uh, I'm interviewing a guy on the show, uh, African-American guy, I'm in Southern California, and he says to me, uh, you know, well, I think, you know, you're wrong about this and this and this. Three minutes later, in the conversation, we figure out he's got a daughter in high school, and I got two daughters. And there was a moment in the conversation where I said, excuse me, but do you see right now Right now, the both of us are just two concerned dads. We're exactly the same person in that respect. But I wouldn't have gotten to that thought if I thought, well, you think this about politics. So that's a, a big part of the motivation there is create a piece of content that's fun and entertaining and clean and family friendly, but have these conversations and engage people in a way that hopefully messages to the rest of the world, think about who you meet, who they are, Mm -hmm. what they say, you know. Find some common ground, so to speak. Amen, amen. How how can we start to slow down all this process of super light of speed communication to to take a breath once in a while and go, I'm, I'm sorry, what's your, like, who are you? And at the end of that, if I still don't agree or agree to disagree or whatever, at least I've shown the person the grace and the respect, you know what I'm saying? Sure. To to, to learn more about them and then see where the conversation goes from there. 
uh, I can't tell you the number of times during the filming uh, people we interacted with said these words. Well, you know, Stephen, I never really quite heard somebody say it like that. Mm -hmm. Never really, you know, got into a conversation that was so respectful that it went that far great. down the conversation. Which should be. So, you know, for me, uh, and then, brother, the, with that piece of content and that vehicle uh, as a message, if I told you the amount of ministry we did when we were involved. Will we, will we get to see it on this journey, or do you keep that a secret? That's a secret for now. Uh, until everybody watching this program tells everybody they know to go watch The Great American Pilgrimage. And then season two and three and four, we can do all kinds of other things. Yeah. But, but I do want to say this, okay. please. Yeah. Because there's several subjects here that we touched upon that were powerful. I did an interview with an African-American guy in Chicago that owned a barbershop called Powell's. And... James, Betty, it was so funny. Because here's this guy giving me a shave. I'm the only white guy in the place. <laughs> and uh, I'm talking with these And they're telling me the history of Chicago and how all the guns came in and the violence and the gangs. And I'm not from there. So it was amazing to hear from the people who are what the real story is. Because it's easy to be from New York and point at Chicago and say, well, the most murders are over there and they must not know what they're doing. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there, we're having that conversation and this guy's explaining to me the history and I'm, it's really blessing me because I'm feeling who they are. You know? And this guy's shaving me and I turn around and I said, you know, and I'm asking this question because you know, you had Barack Obama and Rahm Emanuel's the mayor and, you know, now Trump's in office and, you know, you know, who knows, with Trump in the next eight years, and the guy shaved me, he goes, how many years? <laughs> <laughs> it really happened. <laughs> and, and the guy's got a straight razor an inch from my neck. And, and I, I said, um, I, go, I said, I'm sorry, what'd I say? I, I, he goes, you just said Trump in eight years. I went, Oh, four years. <laughs> but it was this wonderfully oh, yeah, sure. lighthearted moment where two different folks from different worlds and perspectives came together for a minute. Yeah. It was beautiful. Let's watch a little clip from it, okay? And this might just send you off on a journey. Hey, everybody. I'm Stephen Baldwin. Gosh, I look fantastic. Hollywood guy. Usual suspects. My favorite movie. Proud American. First of all, I'm dressed as George Washington. Sure. An RV enthusiast. Uncle Stevie B's about to drive the big boy bus. This is my buddy Max, famous financial guru, and well, he's a little bit different. I'm honest Abe. You're Abraham Lincoln. Oh my god, they're rolling their windows up. Last but not least, my larger-than-life Pomeranian. <laughs> an aspiring star, Rio. With all the drama happening in our great country, I'm hitting the road to have some fun. Meet everyday Americans. See a nice frosty bud on here. What did you call it? Frosty bud. I don't know. What's America to you? Our ancestors suffered the most. And see how things got so crazy. I was naked, completely naked. He bit my finger off. To hopefully start to bridge the gap. This is the Great American Pilgrimage.
needs to happen. Mm -hmm. That's the healing. Yes, yes it, is. it is. It's God that invited us to come to the table of reason. Mm -hmm. That was an invitation, not just Isaiah. It was an invitation to everybody come to the table of reason. In essence, you're doing that. It's what our leaders need to do. It's what we pray for. And we want wisdom to get in the room. Understanding of the times, understanding of how to address every challenge, every mountain we face, and it can be leveled. God can calm every storm and he can give us peace in the midst of any storm, even while it's raging. And he can give us a foundation that will not shake, no matter how intense the storm or the pressure. Father, that's what we pray for. We want you to bless Stephen Bowen, his buddy, his puppies, Bless everything he does for your glory. And Lord, we trust you to heal our land and to touch the nations of the world. And many others are praying for us and we thank you. But Lord, we pray for them too. Put your arms, just have the whole world in your hands for your glory and your kingdom purpose is our prayer in Jesus' name. Would you thank Stephen Baldwin for being our witness? Thank you, buddy. Thank you, sir. Really love you. Stephen, our viewers, uh, I think, have a heart like you to share the love of God. We're going to give you an opportunity to do what our viewers tell us and people who come to see us. There's nothing we do that gives any greater joy than to do what Jesus said, and that's give a cup of water, a cup of clean water in his name. But the fact is, we're going to give a well of clean water. We're going to change everything for an entire community, a village for families. Together, we're going to save millions of lives because we already have. I want to show you how you can be the greatest miracle some people will ever experience, and it will lead to eternal life. You're going to be the answer to some desperate prayers some may have thought were impossible, but nothing is impossible with God. And love never fails. Here's our chance to let it flow. Watch closely. I feel so bad. I can't know how to explain what, I'm, what the pain I'm feeling now. What has made you so sad? I have lost two kids. two children and then to watch a village every day have to bury children 
because they get so sick on this water. You know, you can't tell, but she's pregnant with her third child. We want this one to have a chance to live. It's a very simple thing that we can do that will bring clean water to this village, clean water to this mama, clean water to this baby. So this baby lives and a whole village is going to explode with gratitude, with life. Betty, we, uh, we do know what it is to lose a child. Most of you know that. She lost two. I was sitting here listening to her story, James. I thought, you know, there's a lot of things that can cause pain in life. We've been blessed that we haven't experienced a lot of those things that can cause pain, but we have experienced this one. We lost a child. And I can't even imagine losing another child. The pain in the heart, the despair and the loneliness and the hurt you must feel in thinking, what more could I have done? This mother saying, what can I do? Their water is killing their babies. The disease in that water, that is the number one killer in their area. And they're hopeless without some help. But we can offer them hope. Through our blessings, bless them. We can drill the water wells that will bring fresh, clean water and breathe a solution to their problem. Please join with us. This is something we can do. This is something we can fix. If we'll just join together, reach out and join hearts and hands and give what we are able to give to drill the water wells. You know, as I'm, I'm looking up here at all the audience members here and, and you, when Betty and I, and Betty spent many hours just, Mom, would you just rub my, my feet? Just, just, just sit by me. In, in the hospital, when we, you hardly know how to touch someone when you realize they know they're saying goodbye. But if I had said to any one of you here, any one of you, this is where our daughter is, and you knew, any of you, I don't care where you are, if you knew you had in your hand the perfect cure for just this couple's daughter, you would have gotten in your car, you would have gotten on a plane, you would have come where we are, and you would have walked in. Say, give us to her. Yes, you would. I know you would. Because you know it works. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You just heard that mother. This works. A cup of clean water. You give them the reward of life because of love. You get the blessing of giving that and changing everything. And the missionaries get to tell them about the water of life that makes possible water for our life, that love. Would you please help us drill another 400 wells? Would you do that, please? Would you do that right now? Would you simply get up, get your bank card, dial the number or go online and say, I'm going to I'm going to help you drill a well. They're $4,800. I believe if you could drill one, you'd do it. So take care of the whole village. We'll save hundreds of lives. Okay, thank you. Give part of a well, 1,200, 2,400.
pray another person joins you or three join. We got another one. But most people help us. $144. 30 people get water the rest of their life. $48. 10 people get water the rest of their life. Will you help us? This is the last week now for this emphasis. Would you please right now get up, go to the phone, go online, take your bank card, or write a check and make it to life, and just tell us I'm sending it. Please do it. Thank you for doing it. Lord, may everyone who can help give that perfect cure because of your love. Every day, children living in extreme poverty are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink dirty, polluted water filled with deadly disease or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. The good news is there is a solution. Mission Water for Life is one of the most proven and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. You can help end the suffering because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, you can help drill 400 water wells in remote villages in over 15 nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will help provide for 10. $72 will provide for 15 people. And $144 will help provide fresh, life-giving water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we'll send you the riches of Christ, what true prosperity looks like. Filled with wisdom, prayers, and scripture, James Robison adds insight from what God has shown him about finding contentment in the Father's provision for your life. With your gift of $100 or more, please request the Children of the World Storybook Bible. This easy-to-read Bible features colorful art by children from nearly 50 countries around the world. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well. And you may request the Bridge of Faith Frame Canvas Print by Thomas Kincaid. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your gift online. You know, I talk about everybody's books, and I've written at least 25. And people tell me they appreciate them. I don't talk about them much. This is one that's been condensed beautifully into a gift book. This is the riches of Christ. This, this talks about real prosperity, and it is absolutely beautifully laid out. And I'd, I'd like you to get it. I think you can read it in an hour or so. But if you get it, what true prosperity looks like, boy, you're going to experience prosperity beyond anything you ever imagined. But God did imagine it. And it's not materialism. It's not selfishness. It's releasing the river of life. So... Just glad to send it to you to say thanks for giving a cup of water, giving a well. Would you join me and Betty with excitement for what Stephen Baldwin is doing and just say thanks for honoring the Lord and thanks for doing what God leads you to do. Stephen, I love you, buddy. Anytime, anytime you want to come, bring your wife. That's a better ticket. Anytime you want to come, whatever you got in your heart, you come here and tell the world, okay? Thank you. Thank all of you. Thanks for watching.
we have a calling to play our part in the kingdom. There is no insignificant role in the kingdom of God. Next week on Life Today. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.